0: 2019 McMaster Welcome Week. We're here on a Monday morning. What is happening, guys?
1: How are you? Couldn't feel better, my friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, you know what? Coming into this campus, um, you know, right in, right now, I'm to do the show. Feeling it, man. It, it brings back some memories. La piazza, it's bumping. La
0: piazza is in full force. They got Bilderberg. Yeah. They got a couple other new options in there. They got
1: pizza pie for batags. we've been coming in like all summer right to, to uh, record our show and you know it's just kind of us in here and then now we come in today and it's like there's people everywhere it's 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 moving day you know things are happening welcome we're gonna start and it's it, a good
0: feeling around campus and there's been some solid events i've seen online over the last few days so welcome to all the brand new mcmaster students welcome to returning students we are proud alumni But welcome to us anyway.
1: Yeah, very proud alumni. There's
0: a great vibe around campus. Love it, man. Who are we? Have we even introduced the show yet? My name is Brian
2: Georgievsky. You know
1: who we are, McMaster. Come on. Anthony.
2: But for the fresh faces in town.
1: Uh, That's true. Anthony D here, and you are?
2: I am the plug guy. Plug away, then. And you're listening to Purposely Offside on 93.3 CFMU.
1: We are a sports show
2: also want to give a big shout out to everyone listening online at cfmu.ca
1: let's give a shout out to mcmaster uh the mcmaster men's football team uh beating guelph 25-10 yeah second year in a row they beat him on opening uh opening day
2: starting off the season with a
1: big dub on the road big dub 25-10
2: nothing wrong with that
1: no it doesn't get any better than that
0: so you guys talked anyone on the way in? Like no. were you like nodding heads, being like, "Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Mac."
1: I walked in. I saw Jordan just devouring a pizza pizza. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't help myself, even as early as it is.
0: Just straight pepperoni, you get cheese, a little garlic sauce. How was it?
1: You, you went, know what? You went, a... you went straight pizza. I went straight veg. Yeah, straight veg. Not bad.
2: Some mushrooms. Ugh.
1: You know, last week we talked about um, Welcome Week. We shared some Welcome Week stories. How cool would it be? If like we did an interview with a random person, a random student, first year, second year, third year, whoever, maybe it's an athlete. Are we, are we like, just, do we want just an athlete or just any new student here? Pull someone because you know, like we said, the student centers packed, the streets are packed, pull someone off and see if they want to. Just come down for so an interview. So are we starting let, let, a challenge here. Let's is let's that we're firing it up here. Let's get their experience so far at McMaster University because, like, it's it's moving day, right? Yeah. People are moving in. You know, you know, some students might have been here for the weekend. Let's see what their experiences is like so far. A lot of out of towners. Th- Mostly out of towners. You know, it's going to be. We're kind of doing this impromptu, like we're. So who's who's doing this then? Should we should we draw names? Should we just, or should we just elect uh, Brian or Justin? I'm just electing Brian because he's to do the this. guy.
0: I did work campus events actually, so we did have to talk to a lot of people randomly.
1: And you're you're great at uh, you're a meeting great talker, buddy. And so, you're a good talker. You know yeah. what? Nobody wants to
2: see this mug up there. We could draw
1: we could draw straws, but I mean, you got my vote. So I
0: so what you guys are saying is I have to wheel upstairs, yeah, grab someone from the student center or wherever else, and come back down. Like, do I have a time limit? Like five minutes? Yeah. Well, it's
1: a thirty minute show, so I'd say between. Five and ten. I think mean, mean, ten's a little aggressive. Me and Jordan will hold down the fort here. We haven't had an interview in a while, and we, we got we got a lot we of interviews. September's yeah, lined so right up. September's lined right up. We got you know Vince Lace, new head coach of the Bulldogs. Uh, we got an NHL player uh, that we're not going to name yet. We got uh, potentially John Nayev, coach of the McMaster men's golf team. Um, Scott MacArthur, Sportsnet's Whoa. own Scotty Mac, we dropped him has agreed to you know do an interview with us. So we got interviews coming up, but let's let's interview. So McMaster faithful right now. I Let's actually can't.
0: I literally can't believe this is actually happening. Oh, this is happening. This is it, so, man. Let's go well, for it's it. only so,
1: happening if you go up there. No. Okay. I'll <laughs> I'll do it. I'll absolutely do it. Should but, we so, get a timer? I'll pull my timer out here, boys. So it's five minutes. Five minutes. Me and Jordan will hold down the four for five minutes. From the I'll, second I'll I'll have a timer on
0: mine too. For the second I leave. Yeah. It, I'll, if a five-minute mark hits and I'm back down here, I'll come down. Because I don't yeah. think at that point I'm probably going to And we'll just anyway. talk
1: about how you feel to get someone down. Yeah, here. I'll
0: tell my story, see what happens up there. And, I mean, hopefully it's still pretty busy. So We're just going to spend the next five minutes chirping you anyways. What are you guys going to
2: talk about? Oh, we'll figure something out. All, right, all right, ready? Okay, you ready? Three, two, one. Okay, I'm eight. out of here.
1: Oh, thank God he's gone. You, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, kudos to Brian. Brian, you know, often gets our interviews for the show. Um, you know, we, we all get interviews, but Brian has um, is, is always been a guy to uh, get interviews for us and reach out to people. So this is very convenient that he's going up there to get someone um, that we can talk to and, and uh, get an idea about their experience so far and, you know, their excitement level for uh, the start of the school year. Yeah, September's
2: uh, interesting. Like, we're so used to being in school for for so many years, like we're just into our, our late twenties now. So pretty much, you know, three quarters of our life has been spent in school, but yeah. it's always like September, like even after labor day is always just that it's almost like you, that whole turning a new leaf sort of thing. Like it's a new year technically, like it's not yeah. anymore. Once, you know, you start working and you start a career life, but, um, you know, you just, you just named off all of the, uh, the upcoming interviews we're going to have. Yeah.
1: Very sort start of a
2: new school year. Um, You know, you talk about all the sports that are coming up, you know, football, the NFL's, uh, you know, the preseason's winding down. It's going to get going in a couple of weeks. Hockey training camps will open. Uh, Exciting times. I know there's not much to talk about now, but, you know, once we hit September, it's just going to come out of nowhere. We're going to be ready for it, man.
1: A lot of things. Well, you know what? Like, there's a lot of NFL stories that we're going to touch base on later in our podcast. Um, For those that do listen to our podcast you no, know, me and you are going to pick some division winners, um, teams that we like uh, to, have, to have successful seasons in the NFL. Um, you know, we'll talk Mitch Marner later. Uh, but in, in terms of local sports, um, you know, we had our, our good friend Victor Razzo, head coach of the Niagara River Lions, um, on the show. Coach of the year. So that's big, awesome. big congrats to Victor. That's a, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, unfortunately, you know, the... Uh, the Niagara River Lions, they did lose. Oh, did they bow Yeah, up? They, yeah. they they lost 104-103 uh, to the Hamilton Honey Badgers. Oh, the, really? In the semifinals, yeah. So the Honey wow. Badgers, um, I believe, advanced to face uh, Saskatoon, who was hosting the Final Four this year in the, in the Canadian Elite Basketball League. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you can look up the result of the game. I'm not sure who won that game. But uh, unfortunately, um, you know, Although Victor and the River Lions had a great season, they did fall short. But, I mean, what a season they had. Uh, Best best, uh, best record in the league. And, uh, you know, they'll be back. And um, we'll have to have him back on the uh, show.
2: Saskatchewan won. Saskatchewan won. So they beat the Honey Badgers. But, you know, we've got to give a big shout-out to all the local athletes who uh, partook in the CEBL this year and its inaugural season. It seemed like it was a fantastic season.
1: Things you know, and can't you know wait what? to see what
2: the future holds for this league. Let's hope it. Uh, let's hope it grows into something big.
1: Got to make a vow to go to more to go to a game and more games next year because I know we, we planned on going to a few River Lions games, but things just kind of got busy, you know, summer things. Um, but we got to make a you know a vow to go to more games next year and, and check it out because uh, from what I hear, it is some fantastic basketball. Um, and when you got guys like like Victor, who are like students of the game um, coaching, yeah, you, you know, it's local talent yeah. and up and coming, you know, it's going to be good success stories. That's yeah. for sure. Exactly. So,
2: yeah. yeah. I'm also, I'm excited to have, um, the brand new head coach of the, of our Hamilton Bulldogs Yeah, as well. I mean, yeah. Vince Lace. Um, Great big, dude. You know, big bounce back year last year. I know they didn't really have as successful as a year after winning the, uh, the OHL championship and headed the Memorial cup, but
1: yeah you know what see what's to come
2: with those guys they'll have a new bunch too
1: great dude uh randomly met uh vince uh vince lace uh playing around a golf this year and um you know we, we we had a few conversations um you know just talked about how bad my golf game was um and then last week you know he told me that he was the assistant coach for the bulldogs um and then last week found out that he got the head coaching position for for the hamilton bulldogs of the ohl and um, reached out to him. He agreed to come on the show. So uh, I think we set up September uh, 11th. 11th. Yeah, for an interview with him. So it'll be great to have him on the show. And um, he's actually going to come on with us right after training camp, uh, because I believe they have their training camp coming up this week. Um, so we can ask him how you know how the team's looking, um, maybe some some challenges of a first year OHL head coach. Because that's big, man. Is, I mean, he, is he is in, he interim or is this uh No, he's he's the head coach. He's a full-time yeah. head coach. And that's a that's a big step, right? Uh head coach in the OHL. That's that is a um that is a big step forward in um in his career in, in coaching as well. So that'll be exciting and it'll be good to uh to talk to him about that in in the next uh the next chapter of of his coaching career. So that'll be fun. What's the status on Bry?
2: So Brian G has just surpassed our five-minute point, so he,
1: so he's probably wheeling back down with be nothing. Eh?
2: back down, I, yeah, I don't think he'd be able to get anybody. But so for those that are just tuning
1: jump. in, we actually sent our uh, co-host here, Brian Drajewski, to go up to the student campus, go up to the student center, and try to, um, you know, pull someone away to see if they want to come get interviewed by us, see how their first. Uh, Maybe weekend has gone at McMaster. Or how excited they are for the school year! It's always good to hear from the uh, the student body of uh, of McMaster University. So, kind of, uh, it'll be funny if he comes down here with someone. I feel like you're looking behind me. You see him? I see nothing. Oh, you see nothing? Okay, I thought you saw something. So, anyway, so what else? What else do you want to talk about? What other big news? Do you want to discuss? I mean, I got tons of news I want to discuss in the sports world in general, but it's been quiet, not
2: and not really. you can tell by
1: that break. It hasn't been quiet.
2: It's been quiet in the hockey front end. I know that we always get away from that and start talking about, you know, some team in Toronto, but um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I still just I'm still stunned by this Andrew Luck, yeah. news, yeah. And I I text you couple days ago once it broke and i was just i was just on twitter and all of a sudden i refreshed my page and it just popped up and i'm like no nah, this has got to be some spam some some spam, burner some accounts burner account or some jokes but it was actually from SportsCenter, center legit sports center uh, page as well and they, they broke the news and they, they even um, uh, sourced ian rapaport yeah and
1: i was just like Wow. It, that that was definitely a jaw dropper. Um, what I want to talk about, you know, related to that story, is just this whole idea of a guy in his prime retiring at the age of twenty nine. Like, is that for him?
2: It's not. If you listen to his interview, it's not out of the blue. It's not out of the blue. It's, it's, just something it's something completely. He's thought about. It's completely injury related. Yeah. I mean, he's been depleted by injuries since he came into the year into the league. Are are you concerned? I'm shocked because it seemed like he was healthy. Yeah, but I guess he, you know, definitely wasn't.
1: Andrew Luck retires from professional football. He was on the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Released this. Well, actually, it kind of leaked Saturday night. Then it was officially um, uh, made public on Saturday night. Are you shocked? Not sorry, not shocked. Are you concerned? Hold on, I'm going to oh cut God. you off here because yep. our good friend Brian G just wow. walked by,
2: and he has and someone. I believe we are getting an interview. All
1: right, Andrew Luck, you're getting pushed aside. Sorry, side for Andrew,
2: now. there's bigger fish to
1: fry. <laughs> we'll get back to Andrew Luck later. This um, this is, this gonna this is be big. Interesting. This is big. Let's see who we have here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Hi, great. Hey guys, hey, I'll talk to you come on in here.
3: Can I sit here?
1: Oh. I can't believe Brian actually got some people to come down and join Hi. us. Hey, how are all right. you? Uh, you guys can this share. Is this is fantastic. Here. I think this Brian, song, you know what? We on. we
2: actually gave you an extra few minutes, but uh, cool. it seemed to work out. Hey, wow. how's it
1: going? Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We can you guys cool. all good? Yeah. So excellent. This took me about eight minutes. Yeah, you to,
1: were over the curfew. I had view.
0: to run all the way. What building <laughs> were would I see <laughs> you guys The C-C-L-L,
3: Peter George
1: Center for <laughs> Living and Learning, which pull, is the new rev. Pull, nice. pull that yeah, mic over. Yeah, I'll pull that yeah, over to them. i see if I can pull that up there a little bit for Bro, did you just so run a? Forward. Did you
2: just run a half marathon? I, you, or don't know, something, you guys know how right. tired I am. right you are. Soap. I can see the
1: sweat oh, yeah, it's dripping off your face. Yeah, he literally
3: sprinted.
0: Yeah. So hold on. So there was like a big. What was going on with like a dance or something?
3: Yeah, a dance party basically.
0: So I heard a bunch of music. I'm like, I gotta get to that. So I'm like <laughs> sprinting in my sandals and I, I see these three just like standing there. I'm like, hey, can I bother you for a second? They're like, yeah, absolutely. I
1: was like, we're on air right now. I have a challenge. <laughs> and they're like, done. I didn't even have to say like, done, we're coming. Yeah, so we, uh, we do a, a sports show. Uh, we're called Purposely Offside. We do, we air every 930, uh, every Monday at 930 a.m. And uh, we usually do some interviews with some local athletes, McMaster athletes. So today we had no one on. So we're like, "Bry, campus is them. lit right now. Why don't you go up there, and see if you can pull some people down, and see if they want to come on for an interview and hear about the whole McMaster uh, experience today or this week, and what can we what we can expect?"
0: So I introduce myself. I'm, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm Anthony we, by the yeah. way. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Plug guy. <laughs> and what are your names? Sorry, we I didn't get to introduce myself. We sprinted over all the way.
3: Uh, I'm Sixage. I'm Ariana." Hi, I'm Ishita. And we're all like R.O.R.s, which are Residence Orientation Representatives for like each like res- respective like building for McMaster. And
0: what building is that this year?
3: Uh, the new one, so P.G.C.L.L.
0: Is it open now?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Open. it's been oh, nice.
0: honestly being built for like a year Literally and a, a half. And it seems, half seems and like, and that. like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys in second, third,
1: fourth year?
4: I'm going into third year. I'm also going to third year, and then I'm going into my second year.
1: What uh, what programs you guys in?
5: I'm in HealthSci. Cool. I'm in iSci, also known as Integrated Science. Right on. And then I'm in, it's a bit of a mouthful, but I'm in Psychology, Neuroscience, and Behavior with a specialization in Mental Health
1: and Illness. Right. Not yeah, bad. That's wow. awesome. That's pretty cool. Right so
2: the three of you are infinitely smarter than all three of us right now. <laughs> Probably. Oh. Combined. Probably
1: they're... not, to be oh, like, honest. No. No. We are, I mean, we're McMaster no, you, alumni, you no but it feels like forever since I did
0: Communications and Geography, which is basically... What is the easiest program you can take to get a degree? Oh man.
1: That's exactly. History's not hard uh, not easy. That's true. <laughs> it's like at McMaster there's some really tough profs. So, I want to ask, do you guys get paid for this?
3: No, it's like completely volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all right. You know cuz we love Mac. That's
0: I was going to say I was yeah. on the way here I was, here, I was say,
1: yeah. Answer wisely. You're on air. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is going on today? Like what's going on around campus cuz I see tons of students around.
5: Well, today was move-in day for some of the residence buildings. So in the morning, we were just moving people in that ended up like 4:30 in the afternoon. And then since then, we've kind of just been taking students around campus and getting them like familiar with where they're going to eat and where like the hot spots on campus are. And then tonight, each residence has like their own event. So for yeah. example, our residence is going to be watching a movie tonight with fondue. Titanic? Yes.
2: Oh my yeah, what's 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 on uh, what's Cheezer. the movie
1: tonight?
5: I wish I knew. <laughs> I yeah? don't know how to pronounce okay. it. It's like Maleficent. Oh, Maleficent. oh, yeah, oh yeah. That's yeah. a great oh, movie. Yeah. It not, totally. that's,
1: like a, that's a Disney that's movie, like, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've heard each, of that.
5: Each residence has like its own theme. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Right on. This is a big and question. Our
5: theme so. specifically is Pixar, so. yeah.
1: Yeah. Pixar. Right on. Disney,
2: Disney that
4: sort of thing. Exactly. I have a big great. question
2: because, uh, you know, as you can tell, I'm a big foodie.
1: What kind of fondue do you have?
3: I have no idea. Jeez. This is very last minute. I'm sorry. Cheese
1: chomping. No, it's okay. I- <laughs> are you are you expecting an invite, Jordan? I'm hoping so. Yeah,
0: come out for sure.
1: Come I out. Everyone, come so, out. Man. More the merrier.
0: I've honestly, in the four years I went to campus here, like that music you could hear from like the parking lot. Yeah. It's yeah. so That's loud. Sure. It's just yeah. and there's a group of people just jamming out. I'm so yeah. impressed you did it.
1: And I'm so like. You worked hard. I can tell I'm you in, hard. I'm Look at more than you ran right you, marathon? I know, I'm
0: sw- I you haven't go. ran that fast in flip-flops in my life. But you, don't even, you, don't,
1: you don't even sweat this much when we golf.
0: <laughs> I'm more impressed they decide they actually agreed to come on. That's awesome. Which That's was awesome. super cool. Yeah. So
1: So what else what else is going on this week, guys?
3: So basically like there's like events, like faculty events. There's also like res events that we have. So like different like hikes, just introducing everyone to Mac. I feel like Mac has like one of the biggest welcome weeks in like North America. Yeah. Which like our mm-hmm. ROR like our roa
4: who's like like kind of like the head of us he was like telling us that so that's cool. pretty cool yeah that's yeah. awesome McMaster master is unique for like the way we welcome in our students mm-hmm. in our suits cheering we carry all the luggage up for them yeah in terms of events we have on campus things such as like coffee house or like hikes like we've already mentioned mm-hmm. like tiffany falls yeah you go off campus to like farmers market so different things yeah Very
3: and cool. like literally every student has like such a warm welcome like everyone's dancing you know like everyone's just like thriving in this environment. It's great. And like students love it too.
5: That's great. Yeah, we totally have like events planned for each different level. So we have like res-specific events, faculty-specific events, and then we have like all of MAC Welcome Week events. So mm-hmm. kind right. of something for everybody. Any
2: uh, any sporting events? Yeah.
5: Oh, my goodness. Yes, I'm doing the obstacle course. I have to run it. It's like a new event. Basically, people are going to be dressed up in chef's costumes. <laughs> <they're> oh, <doing laughs> chef's costumes. They're going to run through an inflatable obstacle course. At the end of their little relay, they're going to get out of the costume, and then the next person has to put it on before completing their leg of the race. Wow. No
0: way. Yeah. Where is that? Like that one of the big great. fields or something?
5: Pardon? Sorry? Where
0: is that? One of the bigger fields? Or is it just in...
5: I honestly don't know where it's going to be set up. I think it's probably going to be out on the big field, which is JHE Field, nice. but I'm not 100% sure on that. That,
0: that sounds pretty. That cool, sounds like yeah. a great time. Yeah, it mm-hmm. should be a lot That sounds fun. fun. So I got to ask, you guys said you've been doing this since, what, like 12... 12- noon today like almost all day or um, even no, earlier. No, no,
3: no 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 7 a.m no. so
0: that leads me into my question how do you keep up the energy like it's it's fairly late now like you're lots of coffee how are you still going yeah how do you keep that energy going to I just feel keep like cheering
3: not even just coffee it's just like the environment is so hyped yeah and like everyone is so happy that you kind of just like feed off that energy and like you know like it's first years like they definitely don't feel comfortable all that's the time. right yeah and
5: like w- if we set like a great example then obviously they'll follow right good off. for you guys i mean i've been up 5 a.m every morning for
1: this for like training and everything mm-hmm. for like the past See, week you been, I had you've been you've been a drop of coffee like i'm yeah. just no coffee it's, it's wow, awesome fired, that you guys um, do this um, because i can't i mean uh, for first years it's not always an easy transition yeah. no it's, yeah. it's, it's important, important that you guys make them feel it's comfortable at home and welcome. That's cool. That's what, what uh, that's what McMaster's all about.
4: Yeah, we just make sure we stay hydrated, uh, eat food, <laughs> eat snacks, because uh, it can be really easy to forget all these things. But it's really important to take care of ourselves so we can take care of the first years as well. Well, that's I gotta incredible. say,
0: like when I was that's first incredible. year, you know, I'm, I was obviously really nervous and didn't really have one to look up to aside from the friends I was with. So, R.O.R.s, I believe you mm-hmm. said, you're, yeah, they were just all over campus, just cheering, high fiving, randomly, like super uplifting and outgoing, and like, hey, what's up? What program are you in? Like, it, it felt really welcome Mm
1: -hmm. it's about creating that uh inclusive culture in the campus right i think it's it's
0: really important what what you guys do Uh, it's like i think it's hard to maybe underestimate the role but like as a first year but being graduated after like three four years now i can still remember yeah coming I in think, as a first year yeah
4: I think it's also important to know um, not all of us are like super outgoing but, like there's a lot of extroverted introverted reps so we can relate to a diverse mm-hmm. variety of students but all of us are here to make the first years feel welcome yeah. that's amazing mm-hmm.
0: and is there an interview process behind yeah. that
5: yeah so mm-hmm. we have to so like We have to fill out like a written form and then from there we get selected for an interview process, which is pretty extensive. Mm -hmm. And then after that we kind of are um, notified as to what building we're getting or whether we're on wait list Mm -hmm. or those kinds of things. And the
4: interview specifically is more situational based. So we go through, oh, make an event that you're gonna do based on this theme mm. so they see how we work on the spot or the situation's happening all of a sudden, what are you going to do? Yeah. So kind of our
5: problem solving skills. Yeah, very focused as well since mm-hmm. we're in such like mm-hmm. teams that really need to be a unit.
0: So if I'm a first year student right now listening to this and next year I wanna get involved, like walk us through those steps. Who do we contact, who do we go to?
5: Um, they're actually advertised
3: all over like social media, Facebook, even like throughout like the McMaster campus. Mm-hmm. And all you really gotta do is just fill out a Google form, and then from there on they'll contact you through email. And it's a pretty like like they have it. It's like a well thought out process. Mm-hmm. So like it's pretty easy to do as well.
5: Yeah, it's super accessible all over Facebook. Yeah. There, there's links if you join. Any Mac page at all, there will be links directing you towards the Google form to fill out to get involved.
2: That's awesome, it's amazing. So, if there's any first years listening and you want to get involved, head on over yeah, there. Do you have Do it up, any get involved? Uh, does your team or anything have any social media or anything that they can follow? Like you posting a lot of videos as the week's going on? And what's going on with your you social can, media?
4: Yeah, so for McMaster specifically, you can search us up at just like Search McMaster in um, Facebook. Then we also have like MSU, so McMaster Student mm-hmm. Union. Um, and also different residences have different Snapchats and, you know, Facebook pages. So if you just yeah. search in the name, you'll definitely find it.
1: Yeah. Very cool, guys. What are we doing for time? How are we doing for time?
0: We're running a little short now. And I know about you guys have that seven, event going minutes. on, so I don't want to yeah. keep you too no long. Worries.
1: Have, is this your first time you guys have been down here? Yeah. First time ever for everything, yes. right? for yeah. sure. That's awesome. Fantastic. That's great. Well, you guys enjoy Maleficent tonight. Thank oh, you. And the fondue. Yeah. Let she us, us know that. how it is. Never seen it. Um, <laughs> like I said, tune in 9.30 uh, a.m. Uh, you'll hear this show run and yeah. Uh, really cool. We yeah. really yeah. want
2: to thank you for coming down. Yeah, here. Thanks this for coming down. That was awesome. Thank I know yeah, it's really spontaneous yeah, and random, yeah, yes. but
1: I mean, keep doing what you're doing. You're uh, you're definitely making an impact. On you the campus, are making sure. a difference on the McMaster campus, guys. Thank you for <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. See you guys. Thank you. All right. That was great. That was awesome. We should do more of these like spontaneous spot, uh, spot interviews,
2: spot yeah. interviews. That was, yeah, they were great. I mean, yeah, like I said that, I didn't go to this school. You you and Brian have said many times, you're yeah. both graduates and stuff. But, I've, you know, I've lived in the city long enough to be around and, you know, be around the events and the campus enough as well. But, you know, it seems like they really go above and beyond to, you know, hold these events. And this is a, this is a really big yeah. part of... You know um, what? The whole integration into to post secondary
1: coming into university was um, I mean going into high school was one thing right we knew people um, we were all you know friends from your elementary school you'd might go to the same high school university is different because it's such a different conglomeration and mix of different people. So d- doing what they do is extremely important to create that welcoming culture, that inclusivity and more and more importantly to get people involved. So good job, Bry. That Not was bad, amazing. Eh? Guys. I was wow. late, Honestly, man, you dude. couldn't have, you couldn't have picked the better spontaneous, what a spontaneous hustler. That was Fantastic. So you, getting wanna, us
0: an interview, I want to run you through my route. Like I, Tell you guys click this. play. I spin again, I'm wearing sandals and golf shorts. I run up the stairs. I do like three laps throughout the student center. Everyone's like indulging their food and they're like hanging out with their friends. I'm like, I don't want to bug anybody.
1: Okay. So you didn't ask anybody up in the student center? No, I
0: did three laps in there. Okay. Like sprinting. Yeah. People are looking at me like, what's this guy doing? Then I go out the front door. I see some guys with these like Mac, uh, backpacks on. Yeah. Like, cool. Might be, might be athletes. Walk by over here. Them being like, we don't go here. Do you? I was like, all right, I'm not going to ask these guys. They don't even (laughs) go here. Then I do another lap all the way to the engineering building.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Bro. Okay. Look around. It's dark. I don't see anyone. I'm like, okay. And then I hear music. So I run back through the student center. I wheel up to, like, where the um, the doors are going outside towards, like, the uh, athletic center. There's this big group, eight people. I'm like, have you guys seen anyone in those jumpsuits? They're like, <laughs> that way. <laughs> like, all right, I'm on it.
1: <laughs> so they're called um RORs. RORs they used to be called socks, right? Yeah. Back They said the they, days, changed, the they changed the name. name. Yeah um because that's what they were back when i was at max so yeah
0: so long story short I, I run all the way there there's this huge group like, i can't
1: yeah, believe you guys have a minute yeah absolutely okay do you want to come on radio yeah for sure i can't believe the ground you covered you went to the engineering building in that time i don't I, think i don't think yeah. i would have made it out of the student center i that, should have like you uh, hustled that yeah. like you you, you saw me when it. i got
0: back i'm still dripping sweat oh, yeah, you're dripping sweat. It's disgusting like, you I need are a shower the here.
1: mvp today my friend
0: that was cool they were they were super excited and like yeah. and willing to come on and i was like okay Just so you know, we're just going to be talking about whatever. They're like, yeah, no worries. No problem. Like, okay,
1: like you guys comfortable? Are you cool with that? Yeah, no problem. That's exactly what we wanted, right? We wanted to uh, have people on that embrace the cool, inclusive, welcoming culture and exciting and and just talk about the exciting stuff that's happening at Mac. That's what we wanted to do. That's what we wanted. And
0: you delivered, my friend. The best part is once I grabbed them, I started sort of running back. And without even questioning, they just started sprinting with me. I'm like, I'm sorry we're running. Followed I'm just, I'm like,
1: I'm on a timeline. I have to be back at a certain time. Like we're actually recording right now. Jordan's like, yeah, it's, it's been five minutes. I'm like, oh, it doesn't look good. And then, and, <laughs> and then, and then we're just talking some Andrew Luck. Yeah. And Jordan's like, oh, he's got some money. I just see you sprint by and three <laughs> girls are behind you. And I'm like, I hold the phones. We got em. We got yeah. an
0: interview. That was really cool. I was happy they came on and it was a good challenge just out of nowhere there was, might
1: be more to come down. We the gotta,
2: road. Yeah, I was say we should make this uh, a segment
1: on the show.
0: Well, now that there's a lot more people, like in the summer, it was ghost town. No one was here. Yeah, that's the
1: thing, right? We've been uh, trying to get some interviews, and it is a ghost town around here. And uh, there's not, there hasn't been a lot, a lot of sports going on. So I mean, that was cool. That was a cool change of pace. And you know, I I don't think we'll have to do many spontaneous interviews going forward. But Uh, if we do, there's 20,000 people on campus. There you go, (laughs) exactly. Uh, Next week, we obviously don't have a show because it's the long weekend, right? Uh, So no show next week. Um, But, and then after that, we talked about all the interviews that we have set up. Uh, As you were gone, Brian, me and Jordan talked about uh, how we're going to have Vince Lason, an NHL player to be named, and uh, John Nyav and Scotty Mack. So we have those set up for September, maybe even into October. Um, But yeah, hey, we can do the spontaneous interview again.
0: How bad do you want to go crush that fondue?
2: That's all I've been thinking about, man. <laughs>
1: that's, why I'm, that's why I'm so quiet. Brian yeah, like, had some fondue. great questions, but the question of the day might have been like, Is what kind cheese? of fondue do you have? This Is the that's the biggest question. That's the only question. Cheese or, cheese or
2: fudge?
0: I don't think they heard because they were switching like the, the headphones, but I yeah. circled back on that question again. I oh, <laughs> yeah, because he asked needed, it. I needed... I
2: needed to so, clarify, so
1: that. you asked that, and then they answered my question about the movie, and then you circled yeah. back, <laughs> circled back I to the fondue. Need, I needed that answer. You need some clarity on the fondue, my friend. I understand. I get it.
0: After the za too though, like would you still crush fondue post za?
1: And a cinnamon roll.
0: <laughs> do you
2: have we? How long have we been friends for? Do you know me? Grade nine. I do know you. So the, the za fondue
0: cinnamon to, roll. I don't, need to, I don't need to answer that.
2: <laughs>
1: So that was some good sports talk today, boys. All right, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. We covered everything. Excellent. No, I um, like that. We should do that more often. That was fun. Yeah, that that, that made for some good radio. So That was fun. We'll
0: be uh, we'll be live at Mac uh, next week. Actually, for a little bit of soccer action, maybe yeah. some rugby. Purposely offside in house.
1: Hopefully, some on-field interviews. That'd be fun. going we play them on the show. Absolutely. We'll
0: see. Anyway, until we're wrapping next up, we got like a minute left. September. Yeah.
1: Well. We are in full school mode, guys. It's coming up.
0: It's go time.
1: Things are happening on campus. And as always, we uh, appreciate you joining us.
0: I'm bringing running shoes next time. Yeah. And a shower.
1: Yeah, we should have a, uh, a dress policy. Full running shoes just in case we ever have to run and get an interview again.
0: Absolutely. Anyway, Yeah. it's been a pleasure, gents.
1: Pleasure as always, guys.
0: Thanks again to those RRs for joining us. And um,
2: we'll talk to you guys soon. Take, Take it, it easy. It Thanks much for much tuning much. in. See ya. Later.
1: offside here for another episode uh thanks for staying with us thanks for listening to the first half of the show um and now we're back here me and jordan uh brian unfortunately had to leave us but uh we're gonna hear we're gonna be here sorry we're gonna stick around and we're gonna talk some nfl
2: i think as soon as he heard that he was out
1: yeah brian's not a
2: football guy which is crazy don't
1: get it i don't get it he'll come around like he's you know what the best way to get invested in a sport is? Start gambling. Start betting on it. He'll get invested pretty quickly.
2: I'm a big advocate for it.
1: <laughs> I, know, I, knew, I know you are. Uh, He'll come around. I mean, the NFL is interesting. There's always so many storylines, controversies.
2: Yeah, Like I said, I said last week, um, we just mentioned gambling. I don't advocate gambling on preseason.
1: Yeah, well... Gambling on the NFL in general is just impossible.
2: No, I I actually do fairly well. Uh, I, I'd say that's one of the sports that I actually do win some money. But I mean, it's, at the end of the day, I'm week, giving it back somewhere.
1: Yeah, you're giving it back somewhere. Week to week can be unpredictable. You know what? Also, is a good way to get invested in in the NFL. Play some fantasy. Play some fantasy football.
2: We got our draft coming up this week. Oh, I am who fired out there is fired up, up for their
1: draft? I can't wait. We're doing a live one. Jordan and I um, well, it's a league I created about a couple years ago. Jordan's obviously in it. He actually won it last year, I but but this year we're taking it to another level.
2: The reigning yeah, campione.
1: You are the reigning campione. You're the reigning champion. And you're the runner up. I was the runner up last year, but this year's a fresh slate. We're starting fresh this year.
2: Anything can happen because this year, this boys. Because
1: this year we got like last year was an 8 an 8 team league. This year we got a 10 team league. We're doing a live draft. We got a constitution. Yeah, you heard me right. A constitution of rules. We got it's gonna, we be, got pretty, it's gonna we be pretty got, intense. We
2: got a porchetta.
1: Yeah, we got a porchetta coming for the draft.
2: And spadini's.
1: I don't know. I think porchetta will be enough. I don't know. The best part about fantasy football is like having your girlfriends or wives like look at you with that insane look. Yeah. Like, what are you doing?
2: Like, you are the biggest nerd.
1: Is this a real team? I think real players. You're drafting them. What is what is it? I don't know. I can't. I mean, I can't explain it, but I I can't make you feel how I feel towards it. Right? They don't get it. They don't get it.
2: We just—it's just nerding out. That's all we're doing.
1: It's nerding out in a sports kind of way. It's a perfect way to do it. But I mean, the
2: stakes are high. We got money involved,
1: and we upped it. We upped the buy in this year. Maybe next year we'll up it again. Keeper League.
2: This is our this is our version of reality TV. Yeah,
1: this is our version this of is The Bachelor our, or Bachelorette.
2: Like you got like Bachelor in Paradise. Good show. The Kardashians, <laughs> any Housewives show. You know, they're coming they've got like a hundred reality TV shows. Fantasy Sports is sort of our reality TV getaway here for at least one day a week. But I mean, and know, I think getting, once hockey season starts, we'll introduce that. But that—that's—that's
1: yeah. that's our. But that's getting our serious about it is funny. Like it's funny having a live draft, ten guys eating a at the sandwich, great. drafting NFL players. It's just funny.
2: The chirps that we've had, between like amongst our fantasy group, and this is just this is just on chat on WhatsApp. It's on
1: WhatsApp, yeah.
2: We've had some Hall of Fame chirps. Over the last couple of weeks, or so amping up for this draft that we're having at your place next this week. I, it's it's the best time of year. Summer's great; you get to go on vacation. The weather's nice, but there honestly, if you're a sports fan, there is nothing better than amping up for a fantasy draft. Whatever sport you're playing, whatever sport you're getting ready for, there's nothing better than going online, doing your homework on players. Getting in, getting in the loop with all the NFL news. We got some big news we're going to talk about today, oh, which yeah. is has screwed some teams already. If Whoa. you've drafted already, this is my number one rule: you never host a fantasy draft while preseason is still going
1: yeah, on. Yeah, I agree. Wait, that's a that's so a, a, it's well a cardinal sin. Yeah, you might as well wait. We and we always usually do it end at like August thirtieth. September range, you know, never you, you can't do it. it like August twentieth or July. No. Some people do it in July. It's a joke. Like some people do their drafts like they're that into fantasy; they can't wait for football to start that they do their drafts in July. I, I don't think it's a good unless idea. it's
2: a, a big keeper league where most of most of the stars are already locked into teams. Then I, I could see. Okay, maybe you're filling in some um, some bench players, some backups. You know, if you have a two or three man keeper league, I can see it, but. I mean, if you're starting a fresh league or you get like a one-man keeper league, you should not be hosting a draft until the preseason's over. And if you you're did- You're asking yourself to get screwed.
1: And if you did and you drafted Andrew Luck, you are probably so pissed. All right. And we're, that's, that's where we're going to start our podcast because it was something we talked about in the first half of our show. Um, and then we had our spontaneous guests that showed up that Brian brought down to the studio. here. That was awesome. That was great. But we're going to start with Andrew Luck, all right, because this is a perfect reason why you don't have your drafts mid-August, beginning of August, July, because you never know what's going to happen. Now, remember, the NFL is a spontaneous league where you never know what's going to happen. There's side stories coming out the rear, all right? Um, And last night, or I should say Saturday night, you know... Shock in the football world with Andrew Luck announcing his retirement. You mentioned that you thought it was fake. I kind of felt the same way because you know, what's a 29 year old guy, a 29 year old player, and you know, quarterbacks are usually in their prime in their late 20s. What are the what is he doing retiring? All right, and where I wanted to talk, or what I wanted to talk about with you, um, I think I was going to ask you this before. Um, you know, we had our guests come down in the opening uh, half of the show is are you concerned for football as a sport that someone as young as Andrew Luck is retiring and walking away? Are you concerned for football as a sport?
2: I am for sure. Um, Holistically, I think you're starting to see a lot of issues uh, being present every year that goes by like there's a lot of things that'll go on especially when you have a, um, a sport as big as football and a sport that's making as much money as the a league, I should say, is that's making as much money as the NFL is. There's going to be a micro, it's going to be under a microscope constantly. And like, whether it's issues with refereeing, which is prevalent over, it's just prevalent over, you know, all the North American sports at the moment. Um, you know the politics is a big, big thing that that's going on with the NBA, uh, the NFL. Excuse me, right now, and it has been for a few years now mm-hmm. with Colin Kaepernick. But the big sort of um, the, the one the one thing that I'll say is that that's killing the NFL. No pun intended. Is the concussion issue, right? The CTE issue. That's been going on since the NFL started.
1: Because one thing we know about Andrew Luck, um, he's walking away from the game. Um, a lot of it's physical, but a lot of it's mental too, and they go hand in hand, right? Yeah. The mental and the physical. He can't really take the game's taken a toll on him. He it's, hasn't been able to live the life he he wants because of all these injuries yeah. that he sustained. And now he's t- now the only way he said this in his uh, presser. The only way he sees out is to leave the game entirely because he actually doesn't enjoy playing which, it anymore.
2: Good on him. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you can step in and say, you know what, especially at a position, like it's not like he's like a backup or special teams player. This guy's a star NFL quarterback. This guy took uh, took the reins from Peyton Manning Yeah, and was the guy, the number one draft pick. He was the guy for the Colts post Peyton Manning. And he was very successful early on. So for him to come out and say, you know what, I'm, I'm stepping away from the game. I just can't do it. And he's, he's going out on his terms, what he's doing. I think yeah. it's, it's, you know, um, it it it's takes a lot of sure. guts to do. Absolutely.
1: And I, you know, I, I do um, applaud him for that. Shame on everyone that calls, that calls him, um, you know, soft or that he's yeah. quitting. Come on. Man. You're an like, idiot. Like it's not easy to walk away from the game that you love. He's been playing probably competitive football since he was young. Yeah. Right. He played competitive football at Stanford. The guy likes to compete, but when the game takes that much of a toll on you um, and, and it's it's hurting you physically and mentally, it takes a lot of guts to walk away from that. And, um, you know, he was willing to forfeit sal- forfeit salary as well. You know, so if you, for the fans in Indianapolis that booed him, you should kind of be ashamed of yourself because yeah. this was a great a star quarterback. He, he, I think he ranks third in terms of passing yards uh, with Indianapolis. He is a great player. I'm sure he wants to be on that field battling with his teammates, but he doesn't feel like he can give the team everything he has based on what he's been through physically and now, I guess, mentally. Um, And the the repercussions this has on the NFL is is big. Me and Jordan are going to go through our division winners. Uh, kind of an, an insi- our inside look on, on the season and who we'd like. The division in the AFC South is wide open now. It was the Colts favored. It is no more um, the Colts favored. I think the Colts were like 12. I got to check the numbers in this. 12 to 1 favorites to win the Super Bowl. They're now at like 45 or 50 to 1. Right? Um, and this obviously hurts them a lot having Andrew Luck retire. But the guy's got to look after himself, right? And the reason I ask you, you know, are you concerned is because he's not the first one to leave the game. All right, Calvin Johnson, he left football at age 30. Calvin Johnson can probably walk on right now and be a start be a starting receiver somewhere in the NFL. All right, but in his final season, he left when he had 1,214 receiving yards and nine receiving touchdowns. It's a pretty productive season for a wide receiver. Andrew Luck leaves Um, at the age of 29, arguably in his prime. Do you remember Chris Borland? Uh, San Fran? Uh, the San Francisco yep. 49. He retired at 24 years of age because he was concerned of the long-term effects that football would have on him in terms of head trauma and concussions. So yeah. it's, it, I mean, Andrew Luck's not the first one to leave the game because of the quote-unquote safety issues with, with football. But it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation. So that's why I'm kind of curious on, you know, if we think this is a concerning epidemic when it comes to just football in general.
2: Well, they got all the, si- the science and the warning signs to d- 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 excuse me deter anyone from even picking up a football uh the big issue with the nfl is is the long term effects there's just there's too many sorry right here there's too many examples and, and there's there's too much there, there's too many long lasting effects of this game that are just they're literally killing people they're killing yeah. people and they're killing athletes because of this game and um talking about guys that are committing suicide and guys who are, you know, committing domestic violence and murders and, you know, all all these just horrendous acts that are being connected to aggression and long term effects of of brain brain injuries or sustained hits and CTE caused from playing football. Yeah. So and the longer this goes on and the more examples that are gonna be given, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see enough guys come out and say, "I don't want to be like that. I don't want to live my life that way. Uh, you can already see it now with the trend of uh, players getting big contracts early in their careers because they feel like their shelf life is going to be a lot shorter. You're no longer going to see guys that have player in career, playing careers that are going to go into their 30s. Yeah, you're going to see guys come into the league in their early 20s, and they'll be out by the time they're 30.
1: Yeah, it's yeah.
2: happening, and you see that. You, you see talk that about running about, backs. Yeah, you talk about running backs having short shelf lives just because of all the impact and uh, in the injuries they sustain just from running the ball and just just the constant impact they're taking from linebackers and, and defenses. But um, yeah, yeah, you're going to start yeah. seeing that with other other positions, and you're you're actually now starting to see that with quarterbacks, which is crazy. And the
1: running back position is where we see it the most right now, like you mentioned, because you see some great, talented running backs coming out of college football, and what that's doing is that's that's making teams very hesitant to give long-term contracts to the running backs they currently have, right? So if you look at Ezekiel Elliott right now, he's – At a standstill with the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys are hesitant to give him a big contract, but I'm hearing that they're going to. Um, Yeah, they
2: definitely got the financial means to get that done, and he rightfully should. And they rightfully should in the league.
1: But still, he doesn't have a contract. Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, that disgusting holdout for that lasted two years. is one, no one whole one whole season, right?
2: Whole season, but the it, it started. Two years ago when they started franchise And that's
1: because him. he felt like he deserved a long-term contract, yeah. and the Steelers didn't want to give they, it to they, him.
2: They were, did not want to give it to him. They franchise tagged him twice. Yeah. They wanted to give him a third one just because they just didn't feel like he was going to last, whether it was you know five years. Or, Melvin
1: Gordon right now of the of yeah. San Diego Chargers doesn't have a contract because the San Diego Chargers are hesitant to pay that running back, or him, a running back, Melvin Gordon, a long-term contract right? You look at Todd Gurley. He got big money and a lot of people want the big money that Todd Gurley got, but now there's concerns with the health of Todd Gurley going into the season. And that's exactly why teams are hesitant to pay running backs big money, right? So it's an interesting epidemic. Again, football is awesome. I love the NFL. It's so entertaining. Um, I will sit down in front of a TV on Sunday and watch football for 12 hours a day. No problem. But I think we, we do have to start talking about and this is not a new issue at all whatsoever but we still we we got to start talking about is it, are players that are retiring at a younger age is it concerning for the sport because i can think you can go into any household and ask a parent will you allow your kid to play football and i can guarantee a lot of them will say no or they'll be hesitant to say yes
2: i think i think here like in canada um, I think you'll see it. I think you'll still find a lot of households in the U.S. that'll still say that, no, they'll, they'll still allow their kids to play football.
1: For sure. Maybe, yeah, the US, the, the U.S. and Canada would be different. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think in Canada, like... I,
2: but you're going to start know. seeing... I think you're going to start seeing that issue in hockey. Like, I know they're trying to to clean up... They have done a good job yeah, of cleaning have. up the game in terms of uh, enforcers and fighting and... The numbers in fighting have just gone down drastically. Well, it's changed the game entirely. Even hits to the head. Like, they've really come in and cleaned that up. Even that was, you know, Shanahan sort of introduced that harsh punishment. You really saw the numbers start going down, which is awesome. Yeah. They really did a heads-up job on that. No pun intended, but. Um, yeah. Interesting it, it, discussion, it, uh, Physical, violent sports, no matter what it is, whether it's rugby, football, hockey, you know anything that involves hitting another player and using having a physical element to that is is gonna, it's gonna draw attention now just because of the seriousness of uh, of the injury situation in the NFL.
1: Hundred percent. You were looking at beth three six five. You have any? Uh, I was gonna look up uh, the on updates
2: odds? on the Colts.
1: Let me know if my uh, if my numbers were accurate in that sense. Um. Anyway, the Colts were favorite division favorite or were yep. favored to win the division. They are no longer the favorites anymore. Um. We'll explain, I mean, well, obviously we know why. Andrew Luck is retired. Um, we're going to tell you guys who our prediction, uh, our predictions for the AFC South and all the divisions in football. Um, tell you who we like, who we don't like. And um, hopefully that will help you guys, um, you know, with your knowledge going into the NFL season. We might even talk about some um, fantasy picks. S- Although I know Jordan doesn't want to release any of his picks. So Yeah,
2: the Colts uh, <laughs> The Colts dropped him.
1: In terms of odds?
2: like Yeah, I don't know what the odds is because I, I do a different road. So they're plus they're plus five 5,000 right mm. now to, to win the Super Bowl. They're like 18th,
1: 19th, biggest
2: favorite to win.
1: Yeah. Jacoby Brissett, um, former um, New England Patriot, will take over as um, the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. He won the lottery last night. I mean, get guy gets a starting position, right? Gets to prove his worth. Gets to prove who he is as a quarterback.
2: If you drafted T.Y. Hilton, yeah, I feel for you.
1: I know, I, I feel for you too. And that, again, yeah. why you don't have a draft exactly until the preseason's over?
2: So shame on you.
1: Just figure it out. Be smarter. Anyway, should we get into our picks? I think so. All right, let's do this. We're gonna go through our picks to win the divisions. Um, do you want to go through each division, and then we'll share who we wanna who we're taking yeah all right let's start with uh cue some music let's go all right there we go uh we need some music for this some nfl inspired football
2: music let's get me jacked
1: i'm pumped yes up now. all right i'm fired up okay so i mean should we even do this one it's the afc east we're gonna start off with the afc east do you want to go first
2: um Yeah, obviously this is... I hope no- that
1: pause is not like you th- really overthinking this one. No,
2: this is an absolute no-brainer. It's Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Why? Because it's Tom Brady <laughs> and the New England Patriots.
1: You're right. I, I guess I should you, have asked. You will
2: never pick a team other than the New England Patriots until Tom Brady retires.
1: I agree. I'm going to go... Which with-
2: seems like it might not be never. It yeah. It may not be ever.
1: There's got to be an end, but right now it doesn't look like it's going to be this season. I'm taking the New England Patriots to win that division. They have won the AFC East 15 out of 17 times <laughs> over the last 17 years. 15 out of 17 times. Isn't that crazy? And did
2: they did they win the division when he was hurt?
1: No. So when, when Matt Castle went in, yeah. 2008, the Dolphins won the division. So I mean Brady missed but they still they they were 11 and 5. Yeah, so they are good. Didn't make and and didn't win the division. And, uh, Miami, and just, Miami ended up winning it. But it, 15 if, out of the last 17 years, how can you go against the Patriots? It's partly
2: it's, him. It's, it's a lock. But it's also partly because none of the other teams in the AFCs have done anything. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like they've done nothing to get better. Well, the know, Jets might surprise some people yeah. this year, but I doubt it.
1: They the the Jets and Bills are both rebuilding teams. But they both have second-year quarterbacks. They've been rebuilding forever. Exactly. And they both have second-year quarterbacks. Josh Allen and Sam Darnold. You don't really know what you're going to get from them. And um, they're sec- second-year. And then you got the Miami Dolphins, who are literally building from the ground up right now. So I, th- the Patriots are pretty much a lock to win the AFCs. I think we can both comfortably agree with that. All right? Um. Yeah. No Gronkowski for the Patriots this year, but... You got Josh Gordon.
2: I'm curious to see what what happens with him this year. This is this has got to be his his final. Josh this Gordon, is his final stand here. Like, you got to show something this year, man. Like, if if he gets suspended again, he's gonna be done.
1: If he keeps it clean,
2: I like him as a fancy pick. Well, he, he lit it up last year. He, what, he played what two games?
1: I can't remember. And
2: he lit it up. I think he got he got over a hundred yards. Yeah, that's right. Playing both games, couple touchdowns, like. Everyone was going nuts. They're like, "Flash Gordon's back. Yeah. This is it. This That's is right. his You're return. Right. And then, boom. Suspended again.
1: Like I said, if he can keep it clean, I like him. I hope so. He's an, am- he's an amazing, player. I like him on the player. Patriots. Amazing player. Amazing player. Would be a good pickup. Again, if he can keep it clean. Let's switch to the AFC North, which is the home of your division, or your boy, sorry, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The question is, are you going to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers to win the AFC North? Oh. 100%. Really? That confident. I am you lost Le'Veon Bell, you lost Antonio Brown. Where, where do you see the silver lining here? It's
2: addition by subtraction. Hmm. You got a team who the last two or three years have just gone through nothing but a circus in preseason, holdouts, you know, just all the all the crap that they that locker room went through right. with those two guys. It just completely demoralized that team, and it showed on the field. They had a horrible year last year, even though they were 500. Mm-hmm. They, missed, they missed the playoffs by like half a game, one game. They had some tough losses, but I'm going to go back to an interview that they had with James Conner. He said that this year, the locker room, everyone is working together. Everyone's pumped up to play. They're playing well in preseason, and I'm a big believer that with those two guys gone, this team has something to prove. You got a lot of guys who are fighting for spots this year, and they still got a talented group. Juju Smith-Schuster is the real deal. He's going to step in. He is their guy. Big Ben still got plenty left in the tank. They got some question marks at their second wide receiver spot, but they got a great defense. I think they're going to have a better defense than last year. And I think Mm -hmm. they're going to prove a lot of people wrong this year. I think they're going to to win the
1: division. They're going to make the playoffs. So Steelers for Jordan to win the AFC North. This is so tough for me because this, I mean, I do agree addition by subtraction, but that's a lot of talent out the door. The good news, as you mentioned, is the Steelers still have a lot of talent, Yeah. and then you got the Browns, right? The Browns are that they're the new guys in town. There's so much flash and so much top-tier talent for the Browns. The question is can they pull it together and what kind of season will Baker Mayfield have in his second year at center for the, the uh, for the Cleveland Browns? I'm going to buy in on the Browns and I'm going to say that that top-tier talent, you know, bringing in um they have Jarvis Landry, bringing in uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and I'm going to bet on Baker Mayfield to have a good sec or gr- great, sorry, second year um, and put up some big numbers. I like the Browns and I'm going to take the Browns. Uh, I think it's their time to shine. And like the Steelers, I think the Browns got a lot of people to prove wrong because they've been a big joke over the last decade. So I think the Browns. I'm going to take the Browns to win the AFC North. All right, going to the AFC South. I think if I asked you this question two days ago, we would, have, we would have both agreed the Colts have the division locked up, but that's probably no longer the case because Andrew Luck has announced his retirement. So the question is, who are you taking to win the AFC South?
2: Well, I actually have the Texans right from the start.
1: Really? I would, we wouldn't even have picked so the you Colts. you wouldn't have so the, the Colts at all? I had
2: the Texans.
1: Wow. What do you like about the Texans? Well, they Lamar's just got
2: dealt a big injury blow because Lamar Miller just tore his ACL. Yeah, that's so huge. He's out for the year. But they traded for Duke Johnson, who has a lot to prove. Yeah. But you just can't go wrong with that defense. I mean, they still got a good defense. They Deshaun Watson to be healthy. Yeah. I mean, they they have at this moment right now they have the number one or number two wide receiver and best wide receiver in the league. Hmm. So DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Um. I look at, I look at the other teams. I mean, the Colts are out of it now. But is this not th- the Titans? They're they're so mediocre. I don't know. They,
1: but they, they still got Marcus Mariota at quarterback, right? Is this not one of the most wide open divisions in football this year? The FC South. Now with Andrew Luck out of the picture, it's very. Eve- I think it's,
2: it can go either way. Like obviously, a lot of teams will have to get really lucky with injuries, and I'm not sure, really sure about the depth or sorry the. Um, the difficulty of their schedules. But, I mean, I just got to go with just how much star power that the Texans have.
1: Yeah, and they do have a lot of star power. You're Especially
2: right. Especially on defense. I got to get Jadavian Cl- Clowney back, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I still trust in them to get it done.
1: I'm going to go with a Jaguars resurgence. Wow. I like the pickup of Nick Foles. Right, Still got Leonard Fournette. Um, I'm going to go with the Jaguars. They got They still got that, that defense hanging around. Right. They're always strong defensively. I'm going to take the Jaguars. Wow. Um, Nick Foles, I think, has something to prove. You know, he won a Super Bowl. He's out at Philly, obviously, with uh, Wentz taking the starting position back. Um, I think Nick Foles wants to prove he's not just a one-and-done, and that's going to fuel the team. So I'm going to take the Jaguars in a wide-open AFC South. It's going to be tight. It might even come down to the last week of the season. Who knows? It's going to be tight. Moving on to the AFC South. West this is an interesting division
2: this is going to be one of the toughest to predict you got three three big teams three teams that are revamped and are good you got one team that could come out and surprise everyone especially with all their their hard knocks
1: so we have what you? Right. The, the, I mean the three big boys are the San Diego Chargers mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs and the Oakland Raiders said the Denver Broncos Oh,
2: I put the Broncos. Over. Their defense is is still really good.
1: So you have no faith in the Oakland Raiders?
2: I think the Broncos are a much better team than the Raiders. I think they're the 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 worst out of all four of those teams. Mm-hmm. But my pick is still going to be the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going with the NFL MVP. Um, you know, they're they're tagged as one of the Super Bowl favorites this year, rightfully so. They got such a a high powered offense, fast fast offense. I think they're getting um Tyreek Hill back, which is But there's another no debated interesting convo, but no No, uncer-
1: no certainty there, right? Yeah. The, his future with the team is uncertain as he's facing some um, allegations about yeah. uh you know the abuse of his son and uh, him threatening his fiance. So there's no there's no clarity there with uh Tyreek Hill.
2: Yeah. I just still think um you know, if if he plays all year and nothing else comes about that, I th- I still think they're a favorite in that division.
1: Right. Well, and that's fair, right? I mean, you, Mahomes is doing things that we haven't seen from a lot yeah, of quarterbacks he, ever. He looks really good. Yeah, I'm gonna take the San Diego Chargers. I'll tell you why. I think Mahomes. It's gonna be very difficult for him to put up the kind of numbers he did last year. You think he goes through a, like a sophomore? He slump? He might go through a little sophomore slump. There's a lot of uncertainty here. Um, they lost their running back, Kareem Hunt. Right, so they don't have him in the picture anymore. Tyreek Hill, there's a lot of uncertainty, as I mentioned, regarding him. Um, it's also a defense that allowed 405.5 yards per game. And that's the reason they lost to the Patriots in the uh, in the AFC Championship game. Right, Defensively, they weren't very strong last year. So if they can't figure it out defensively, that's Kansas City. If they can't figure it out d- defensively, uh, they're going to have some issues. The Chargers are a little more stable on defense. Yes, they got some uh, question marks around Melvin Gordon, but they do have some depth behind him. Um, they have Keenan Allen, who's a Pro Bowl receiver. Uh, Phillip Rivers is playing arguably the best football of his life. Um, I'm gonna take the Chargers uh, because I really do believe in Phil Rivers, and I think he's, uh, I, I think he's one of those quarterbacks that feels like he's got to win one, right? Because he's never been to the dance, he's never been to the big game. I think he wants to get a ring. I like I like Phil Rivers and I like the San Diego Chargers. All right, let's move on. Um, but then I mean that division. It's a crapshoot. It's shoot. a crapshoot. It Denver really
2: Denver's D looks good. All
1: right, so that's the AFC. All right, uh, Case Keenum. Is the quarterback for denver this year
2: joe flacco or joe
1: flacco oh my yep. goodness, i forgot about that yep. super Big bowl, trade super bowl winner but i mean what kind of joe flacco are you gonna get right so that is a very interesting division the afc west so we'll see switching to the nfc east jordan who you like in the nfc east this is a this is another
2: tough pick um just because uh that team in dallas has got to get their situation with zeke and dak figured out but um, you know what? If if this holdout extends the season, you know, I'm going with with the Eagles. Yeah. Um. What do you like about them? Carson Wentz. I, I just I think Carson Wentz is going to be motivated to prove himself. I mean, it's crazy to say because he had like a, an MVP caliber year just before he got hurt, but um, he's got to shake that whole Nick Foles.
1: Yeah. Shadow. He's got the weirdest the Super
2: Bowl because yeah. He, it's 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 a really interesting situation because you have like if you're like a philly fan you have like half the team that are just just pissed that they didn't keep full He's your he's their mvp their super bowl winner but then you had carson wentz who was like the future he, he had an mvp type season before he got hurt he was carrying the team they were having a ton of success under him yeah. so it's like they were like sort of going back and forth between these two guys and like split between who to keep and and who to who to get who to release?
1: Does Carson Wentz not have the weirdest Super Bowl ring ever? Like you have you Very have weird. you have the it's you know MVP type sure. season, but then he has you know another quarterback who led them and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and Nick Foles, right? So they have a lot. They have, they have a lot of interesting additions too. Um,
2: they got Deshaun Jackson back, right? Which is a, a you know he still got a, a lot to prove and, and uh, he still got a lot left into the tank. He's a big, deep threat for them. Still, it's, I'm curious to see how he, he is in his return to Philly. Yeah. Um,
1: I, they also yeah. picked up
2: a few backs. I mean,
1: you know what? I'm gonna keep it simple for me. Who do you think? I like the Eagles because if just Carson Wentz about can have, the, have it, the Cowboys. But if if Carson Wentz can have an MVP season, it's his division. It's the Eagles' division. Fly Eagles, fly. The Eagles will win that division if Carson Wentz has an MVP season and stays healthy. The Cowboys, eh? Dak, not big on Dak. Um, Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott. We don't know much about his um, contract situation. All we're hearing is that he's probably going to get paid. But are there a lot of egos maybe in Dallas right now? Maybe. Um, the one bright side I see with the Dallas Cowboys is Amari Cooper because him and Dak have some great um, they have some great chemistry. But like I said, I'm keeping it simple. If Wentz is healthy and he's the best quarterback in the division. The Eagles are winning that division.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. I hope they don't let uh, the Cowboys don't let money get in between them and uh, and a chance to really build something there because, I mean, I could see that really dragging into into the beginning of the season. There's a lot of animosity there right now, especially with, like, the DAC, the reported DAC, you know, contract demands and this whole holdout and, like, the pending suspension for Zeke, too. So, I mean, I, I... I'm a firm believer that that stuff really carries into the season.
1: Yeah, and Jerry Jones and everything, and his comments on yeah. it. Yeah, same old Cowboys. Yeah. All right, the NFC North. This one's interesting. Yeah. Very.
2: There's a lot of hype around the Bears, and and, they, I, and I'm buying into that. They got a big test Week One against the Packers, but. I am going with a dark horse in the division, and I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Really? And you know what? I kind of like that pick. I'm not picking them, but I kind of like your yeah. pick because I thought they underachieved last year, didn't deliver what, what was expected of them. And I like Kirk Cousins, and I think they got a lot of talent.
2: I really like what they got on offense. Dalvin Cook has to have a big year. I think Adam Thielen is going to be a monster on that team, especially in that dome, like he always has been. Um, and that defense is still great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I still don't know. I still, I don't get the hype behind the Bears.
1: I, I the mean, Packers, I, I like it. I like the Bears.
2: The Packers, the, yeah, they got Aaron Rodgers, but they have a, like a bunch of rookies or like second-year guys in their receiving core. Jimmy Graham is still there, but he's. You know he's yeah. he's got nothing left. He's been riddled with injuries his whole career. That's really played into to his decline. And they got a lot of holes on defense. So like I really don't know what you're going to see from the Packers this year, just because that uh, I mean, because we don't know
1: about Andrew. Or
2: sorry, um, his health his, is going to Aaron Rodgers' yeah, health. Yeah. And and they're like I said, the receiving core, no idea. I mean, so I'm um, yeah. I think on offense, I think Kirk Cousins will have a bounce back year. He's got a lot to prove. Yeah, I really like the Vikings.
1: Good call. I and I don't know why you don't like the Bears or why you're not. i just um, not sold. Hyped I'm or I'm sold, not sold on, Bears. on
2: Trubisky? To be honest with you, I'm not.
1: Listen, Khalil Mack. Sup, that was a big trade for them, for the Bears to get Khalil Mack. Suffocating defense. We know that. I think if the Bears can take a step on offense, and Mitchell Trubisky can take a step, or the next step as a as an as his as he trends towards being an, an elite quarterback, and if he can become that elite quarterback. I think the Bears will be okay if they can take that next step on offense. That's a big if, but I'm going to buy into that if if, because I do feel like um, good suffocating defense will spark offense. And I think um, Trubisky having that defense will play into his game and give him a little more confidence. So I'm going to take the Bears. 12-1 season last year. I think that's very attainable again this year. But like you mentioned, a very big start to open the year. Against the Packers. By the way, why aren't the Patriots opening on Thursday night? I thought it was always a Super because Bowl champion opening on Thursday night.
2: Yeah, I thought so too. But it's it's uh, uh, the 100th year of the NFL, so they have the two oldest teams in the NFL playing against each other: the Bears and the the Bears and the Packers to, awesome. ce- okay. to celebrate the 100th season. I thought that too. But yeah, you know what? I'm pumped because it's a Sunday nighter.
1: Yeah. And oh.
2: that's going to be a, a lights out Sunday nighter. I'm I'm so down because Steelers. Thursday nighters, yeah, it's it's the season yeah, opener. Yeah. There's nothing better than a Sunday nighter. Oh, the
1: Steelers, Patriots.
2: It's gonna that's a big big game. That's a sexy
1: match. Huge up right
2: there. playoff implications. It's the first game of the season.
1: That has couch written all over
2: it. Oh yeah, down. I'm fired up.
1: NFC South. Who you got?
2: <sighs> this might be the toughest division to pick.
1: Remember, Cam Newton is out for Carolina. Well, right now. He's, he's, he went down with an injury. Does that affect your decision at all? Like, are you big no, on the Panthers?
2: No, because I'm going with the Saints.
1: Yeah. You have to.
2: They're my Super Bowl pick this year.
1: They got. You, we talk about teams having something yeah. to prove. They got something to prove after getting screwed on that pass interference call this year.
2: I think that call, or that non-call, has haunted them all offseason. And I think that is all the motivation in the world to come out and just... Destroy the league this year. I think, I think that they're, they're going to go. If I had to predict their their uh, record this year, I think you're going to look at them going potentially 13 and three.
1: Yeah. Um, they're, they're probably they probably have the most stable lineup. They lost offensively defensively in the league. They lost Ingram. Oh, that doesn't matter.
2: But now that they're just going to give more reps to Kamara, and he's just <laughs> going to be electric out of the backfield, receiving and and rushing. But. That's, yeah, that's a that's a disadvantage they're, for teams. They're they're having a team Camara have more ba- more touches. They're a team destined for Super Bowl this year. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are still hype about the Falcons having a comeback season, but no, I think I think this is the the, the Saints division to lose.
1: Man, Michael Thomas, Drew yeah. Brees, Alvin Kamara, backed by a good defense, led by Cameron Jordan. I'm taking the Saints all day to win the NFC South. I agree with you there. NFC West. To finish off our division winners, who you got in the NFC West? This is—I think this is a tougher division to call. Then, then we, then we, kind of have Um an no, idea I'm, for. I think
2: the Rams are clear-cut favorites. You think they're
1: clear-cut? Clear-cut. I wouldn't say
2: that. Cut. That defense is dynamite. That's the thing, right? And they picked up Clay Matthews. I just don't think they're as
1: clear favorites as we think they are. Yeah, I th- I, I think
2: it- Arizona is going to be terrible. A lot of pick... I've seen a lot of people pick in Seattle to not make the playoffs this year.
1: The thing with Seattle is that they're very reliant on Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Right? But they still have Bobby Wagner, one of the best defensive players mm. in the game. Um, who knows what the San Francisco 49ers are going to give you this year? You just don't know. Like, if they're competitive, it's a tougher division. Mm.
2: I just don't think... Uh, I just think their defense is too good. They're going to have one of, the, one of the best defenses in the league this year.
1: Here's my... Aaron Donald is a freak. He's a freak. But here's my concern in the NFC West in terms of why I'm having so much trouble picking a division winner. Like, who's the best quarterback in the NFC West? Is it Jared Goff? No, it's Russell Wilson. It's Okay, Russell Wilson. I almost said Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Russell Wilson. (laughs) It's Russell Wilson. And I, I sometimes I'm a big believer that the team with the best quarterback has the best chance to have success. Now, what's but what's Kyler Murray gonna be? Is Kyler Murray gonna be good? I don't think so because their offensive
2: line is atrocious. You're gonna see him. I think you're gonna see him get sacked the most this year, and I think you're gonna see him. I don't want to say it, but but usually running quarterbacks like that with a poor offensive line, he's gonna get lit up. See injuries, especially with his size. Yeah, you're gonna see it.
1: We'll see though. He is an athletic quarterback. I think
2: in this case, in in this division, the team with the best defense is gonna sweep the division. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely the Los Angeles Rams.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I can get on board for that. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams too because it's a safe bet. I mean, I'm going to be straight up. I'm going to be honest. It is the safe bet. Jared Goff is is a decent quarterback. Um, they do have one of the best defense, defensive players in the game in Aaron Donald. And um, what concerns me, though, is the health of Todd Gurley. I don't know if he's going to be 100% to go. Um, he does have issues with his knee. So is is that gonna plague um, the Los Angeles Rams going forward? Who knows? It might. Um, but I'm gonna take the Rams because, like a lot of other teams, they also have something to prove, right? Because they they, they felt like they should have won the Super Bowl last year, right? I mean, they were they were the, you know, at the right at the right end of a bad call in the NFC Championship game, but I think. Um, when you hold the Patriots to thirteen points, I think that really stings, right? So they're going to come out with something to prove yeah. as well. So I'll, I'll hop on um, the NFC West and pick the Rams with you, but uh, I think that division is a little more open than we think it is. I could be totally wrong, though.
2: I think majority of the, a majority of the divisions this year are three team races,
1: which so is exciting.
2: It's it is exciting because an injury. You know, an underperforming team this year, a few division game, uh, you know, losses uh, could make or break a team winning division. So it's it's great for the NFL. It's a lot of parity.
1: A lot of teams are that.
2: revamped. A lot of team. A lot of movement this year. Uh, good drafting. So yeah, I I really think there's only like five. Yeah, there's probably one one team per division that I say you have no you're not you have no chance of mm-hmm. of doing anything this year, which is which is great. It's going it's going makes for an exciting year. Putting you on
1: the spot right now as we conclude our podcast. Is there any team in the league that we have, any team in the league are in the NFL that we have not mentioned that you really like? Doesn't have to be a division winner, but maybe could contend for the division, could be a team that comfortably makes the playoffs. Uh, could be a team that makes it into a wild card position. Is there any team that we have not mentioned that you really, really, that really stands out to um, you, really like?
2: Just look in here. I'm gonna say the Denver Broncos.
1: And is is it because of Joe Flacco as, as quarterback, or what, what's? Uh-
2: I'm- I'm curious – well, two things. On offense, I'm curious to see what they do with Joe Flacco because they actually have a quarterback that can throw the ball down the field now. And Emmanuel Sanders is back. He looks great. Former Steeler. Mm-hmm. Loved him. Hated that they got rid of him. Um, I'm curious to see what those two do. They, they actually have a guy – like I said, Joe Flacco is a big big play, big play quarterback, a guy that can get the ball downfield, especially in that elevation. Um, yeah, their defense is still great. Von Miller is still one of the best defensive players in the league. Um, that secondary is still strong as ever. So yeah, they're, they're definitely uh, a team to watch this year, especially, you know, they apparently have a quarterback now, so that, that's really what's uh, hindered them for the last few seasons. So we'll yeah. see, we'll see what we can do with their big, uh, big acquisition this year.
1: My, uh, my team that we have not mentioned is the Oakland Raiders. I know they're like a, they're a circus right now, but if they can get it together, Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He can throw it downfield. Um, if they can get Antonio Brown to figure out his helmet issue, which uh, still is not figured out, he actually lost his grievance again. That's right. So he has to. He basically has to choose between the other thirty-four helmets in the league. And if he can decide on one of those and get in that lineup, I do like their. I do like their aerial threat. and I do like that combination of Derek Carr and Antonio Brown. Um, but I mean, there's some question marks surrounding that, and it's all based on if you know if they can gel together, much like the Browns, if they can bring all that top tiered talent together and make it work. So I'm going to say Oakland Raiders on my part. I can't believe I picked the Jaguars to win the division, but I like it. I, I have a feeling. I don't know. I just have this feeling around Nick Foles. Nick and Leonard and Fournette there net. still. Yeah, it's, they're all in 3 in the preseason. That's, though, that's so. definitely
2: the worst division in football.
1: Yeah, I think so. That, which is why it's probably one of the most wide open. Yeah. So final words?
2: Are we doing a playoff or Super Bowl pick?
1: You want to do Super Bowl pick now?
2: Are we going to talk about football on a potty before it starts? Season starts.
1: We have no uh, no podcast for next week, so it's, maybe in the season we'll we're start. off next week.
2: Give your Super Bowl pick.
1: Oof! I didn't come prepared for this one. Super Bowl pick. All right, we're on record. Or we're on, yeah, we're we're on record right now saying it. So this is good. All right, August twenty sixth. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints. Over. I'm picking the New Orleans Saints to beat my New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Shocker.
2: I I swear, if you would have said the Cleveland Browns, (laughs) I was leaving this room right now.
1: Who's going to contend with the Patriots in the AFC? Besides the Steelers. There's a few teams. Besides the Steelers, who's going to contend with the Patriots?
2: Three teams, I'll tell you right now, that'll contend is the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, the Chiefs. The of Chiefs. Course the Chiefs will compete. But
2: like, I'm telling you, the Chiefs, the Steelers, and the Patriots. That first Sunday nighter in Foxborough is a massive game.
1: You're right. The Steel- Yeah, it's a
2: massive game that and has huge have, that has huge playoff implications do they for have both what teams.
1: It take, I still, as good as those teams are, I still don't think they got what it takes to beat Tom, and Bill Belichick in a playoff game. Still. I can't believe I'm no saying this. No one's
2: done it, so...
1: I don't know. All the pens... You know, it, it, Tom Brady is up in the air, too, in terms of his productivity, right? So... But I'm going to go Saints over the Patriots in the Super Bowl.
2: If he could match breeze against Brady, too. I've been dying oldest. to see it for the last two, five years. Two of the oldest guys in the league. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a great matchup. Who you got? It's tough. Um... I think the Saints will be there, and I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna say the Saints are gonna beat the Chiefs.
1: That would be a good final too. That would be a great Super Bowl. Yeah, Saints and Chiefs. That's a good. That's a good final.
2: I think the Saints
1: are. So you're 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 high in the Saints as well. I am
2: high in the Saints because I think they got screwed last year, and I'm a. I I think that that's haunted them all off season, and I think they're gonna come back motivated to get the job done it'd be and good. get the job done for Breeze because he's on his way out. Yeah, he wants another ring. He want, so yeah, he wants one. I think it'd be cool uh, if we asked
1: everybody in our fantasy football um, league who they got that we can get we can kind of get a consensus for who the popular pick is amongst our friend group and who the popular pick is just in general amongst fans. I think the Saints got to be a, a the Saints got to be. One of the top picks, along with the Chiefs.
2: I think a lot of people are going to pick the
1: Rams just because their defense. I know no one's going to pick the Patriots because they think they keep thinking they're done. But the Patriots love that; they love when you think no, they're done. They're
2: not. They're not like I said at the beginning. They're they're not done till Tom's out.
1: Till Tom's out. Yep. All right, guys, we're out here on purposely offside. Uh, appreciate you guys listening as always. All right, um, get those fantasy football leagues started. It's that time of year. It's an exciting time of year all right get those live drafts going um, tell us who you got who's your first overall who's your first? actually i don't think you want to release that who are you who are you draft in first overall jordan
2: i don't even know my draft order so That's i can true. tell you who if I you had to
1: if you had the first pick you a saquon barkley guy first overall uh yes all right i think i think i agree with you in that sense again we're just agreeing all day on this show today all right thanks guys as always we'll see you next week Take it easy.
2: See ya.